0: we want to obey your word we ask that you give us a clean heart we ask that you give us clean thoughts we ask oh God oh God we need you today move in the midst of your people be glorified in our lives oh God be magnified in this service we pray that you use oh God the praise and worship God use them oh God anoint them oh God us oh god into the presence of the living god we pray for the word today god we ask that you reveal your mind we ask that you reveal your way we ask oh god that you speak to us oh god in the name of jesus we thank you we give you glory we give you honor tonight we give you all the praise in advance for what you're about to do we declare that you alone are worthy And there is nobody like our God. In the mighty name of Jesus, and all the saints of God come into agreement, and we say amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Into the hands of our praise and worship team. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody
1: just praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 How many know that we're going into a new year? And with this new year, we need to have a radical praise. Hallelujah. Well, Praise and honor and glory belongs to who? It belongs to Jesus. Hallelujah. So let the glory of the Lord- Do that today Hallelujah we can do we can wave our hands Hallelujah we can open up our mouths Hallelujah but let's just have a good time in God tonight hallelujah hallelujah hey come on let's just put your hands together.
2: in the house it's a double blessing in the house I want to welcome you to 2015 Watch Night service where you are going to be blessed by two churches in one location we welcome you to Gospel Light Apostolic Church and we also welcome you to Bread of Life CC of life community church with GLA the pastor is none other than pastor Jay Walker tag team tonight you're going to be blessed by two pastors and at this time we have the two first ladies of of the churches here representing to come and welcome you formally we have lady Chanel Moore from bed of life community church and Lady Stacy Walker. And guess what? Let me tell you something else. How many of you know that these two ladies are sisters? Blood sisters. That's how God will do it. Amen. Receive them in Jesus' name.
3: Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm sure Praise she didn't have to tell you we were sisters, as you could see. I know y'all see a lot of resemblance up here. Amen.
1: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of Jesus. How you doing tonight? Hallelujah, you're blessed.
2: I don't know, I don't know. I think this side over here is a little more hype, sister. What do you think? What do you think? I don't know. What I do think, think so. You can you hear them? All right, we're gonna do a test week. on this side. I want you guys to
1: say Hallelujah, and you guys shout Glory.
3: Okay. Okay. This side over here need a little more Jesus. more Jesus. This one right here need a little more Jesus. This one over here they love God. They love God. Hallelujah. They got the Holy Ghost. They got the Holy Ghost. The Holy over Ghost baptizes. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for coming out to our service. Amen. There's no better way than to bring in the new year together. Is that right? Hallelujah. Come on. How many of you believe that? Amen. Amen. We when we were on our way here, praise the Lord. There were a lot of cars. I ninety five South. I ninety five South was real, real backed up. And, and we said, "Look how many people going to South Beach."
1: My goodness. Amen.
3: <laughs> but we're just so thankful tonight that you drove north yes. and you decided not to go to South Beach, Hallelujah. but to come give God the glory. Amen. Oh, Amen. 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 <laughs> Praise Praise the Lord. I just want to give you a little known fact or maybe not so known fact. I don't know if you're familiar with New Year's, the history of it, but it's not just the tradition. I just wanted to let you know that years ago, let me see what year that was, traced back to December 31st of 1862. That was 145 years ago. Or something like that. Don't be adding up. Whatever. But December 31st, 1862, 1862 was known as Freedom's Eve. It was known as Freedom's Eve because on that night, blacks came together in churches and in private homes all across the nation, anxiously awaiting the news that the Emancipation Proclamation had become law. Then, at the stroke of midnight, it was January 1st, 1863, and all slaves in the Confederate state were, were declared legally free. Amen. Amen. Okay, I don't know, if some of y'all, it went over your head, but let me just let you know the significance of 140 something years ago, they were all gathered together waiting on their freedom, but tonight in 2015, going on 16, we all come together because we have our freedom. Amen. Amen. We're free
1: in Jesus. We're free tonight. So that's just such a blessing.
3: I don't know, but the Bible says who the Lord sets free. It's free indeed. indeed. And so tonight we just come together, not hoping for our freedom. Amen. But we come together, we celebrate our freedom. And if you're not free, you may not be bound by slavery, but there's some things, there's some shackles and some yokes in your lives that you need to be free of tonight. And so tonight we invite you to open your hearts up, to hear the word of faith that goes forth to listen to the word, to listen to the songs, my God. And by the end of this night, when we count down this service, amen, you can cast off every shackle because tonight we declare your freedom in Jesus' name. If you believe you can be free tonight, come on, I want you to say amen. If you feel like you're already free, come on and bless the Lord for your freedom. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know, but there's some of y'all that's free and somebody else going to be free, amen. No, they don't need to do no shackles, so we're going to do that at the end of the night. So, at the end of the night, feel free to remove, lay aside every weight that so easily besets you. Every weight, everything that's got you bound, we invite you tonight. Before you go into 2016, we invite you tonight to be free. To be free. Cast off every weight that easily besets you. Are you welcome? Are you ready to be free? Come on, are you ready to leave the old behind and step into what's new? about you but I'm looking forward to 2016 in Jesus name god bless you
2: praise the Lord oh amen somebody praise him I don't know am I the only one that's excited <laughs> look let me tell you something I said listen I said Sandra you're going to end this year strong it's a fight to the finish and may the best man win and I know that my God is more than a conqueror so I know why I'm rejoicing I know why I'm happy to be standing here I even just heard of someone passing on Christmas day And we're here. When you were in the club and you were wherever you were, you were all the way turned up and ready to go. You had a bottle in this hand, something in that hand, and you were doing it all, doing the most. I don't know about you, but I don't have an after party. This is my party right here. And it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. He said we got to bless him always. Yes, uh, sister Sophia Singleton. Yes. We're about to get into our testimony. Portion of it, but before that, we're going to have a year in review. We just want to share with you what the Lord has done through our ministry, how he has blessed us, and we're going to give you a little just a little brief Overview of Bread of Life CC. if you've missed what's been going on at BOLCC then you've missed a whole lot amen come on somebody lift your hands and give him praise God has been good hallelujah later on in the service we're going to have the other overview for the other church which is gospel light and they're going to show you a little bit about what God has been doing with them and through them in the in in the year that we're about to exit right now, God has been good. He has been faithful. Now this is a part where it gets a little bit sticky. You know when you have an opportunity to open your mouth and, and just give God praise and give Him thanks, and He woke me up each morning, so I have to say thank you, Jesus, for bringing me through. Come on, amen. This this next one should already popped up. Anybody? Anybody? Has he been good to you? Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Come on now. Don't let the rocks cry out for you. That's all right. I got it. Come, come on. Yes, on. my darling. God bless you. Tell Praise God, everyone. I'm Praise just so happy God. to be here today. Hallelujah. I'm also just so happy that I realized and I understood that God, God, God is just mighty. Yes, he is. Some of you know that August the 7th, this year, I lost my only child. Um, he resided here in
3: Miami. He was a federal agent, 35 years of age. And um, I'm just thankful to God. More so, and the young lady spoke
2: about Baker Act, and I was just that close. I was so close.
1: Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: that many of you don't know. Jesus.
1: But I tend to suicide. My God. Jesus. But I am getting stronger yes. every day.
2: Yes. And he God. has renewed me to realize that I have Jesus. other things to live for. Yes. So thank you. Continue to pray for me. Thank Hallelujah. Glory. Jesus. Come on. The song says,
1: "My soul does magnify the Lord, and my spirit."
2: Portion. Hallelujah. Come on, if you're gonna testify, testify, amen.
4: Hallelujah. One minute, hallelujah, hallelujah. How y'all doing tonight?
1: Thank
4: you, Jesus. How y'all doing tonight? Bless his name. Let's give God some praise. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give God some praise hallelujah. and glory and honor in this house tonight. <laughs> I just want to give God thanks and praise for standing here this morning. I yes, mean, tonight. A lot of us said that we could have been dead and gone. Yes. We said that we could have been dead and gone. Thank you, Lord. But we don't act like we could have been dead and gone. My God. God has been good this season to us. In spite of whatever we've been going through, God has been good. So I just want to give him thanks and praise for the things that he has done in my life, the things that he has done even in this ministry. This is not, we are the body of Christ, we are one. We are not individuals. We are the body of Christ. As we come together in love, not different ministries. This is the body. We should be able to come together and love one another. We are the body of Christ. We should be able to sit amongst one another and love one another. This is the body of Christ. I just want to encourage each and every one of you. This season is a turnaround season and if you believe that in faith, Believe that this is a turnaround season in your life. Believing faith without works is dead. So let your worship and your praise go up to God tonight that He will bring change within your life. Believing in knowing within your heart and within your mind that He's going to transform your life. Believing, renewing your mind and knowing that He will transform your life in faith. He says, Be doers of the word and not hearers of its word. So let's be do of his word and let's prove his word and know that we are conquerors in Christ. Give God thanks and praise and continue to praise him and as we continue to fellowship let's love one another and bring change in this place tonight. Let's give God some praise. I thank God to be here. Come on
5: hallelujah. Praise the Lord everybody. I just couldn't sit there. Hallelujah. God is so good to me. I'm not going to say he has been. He's good to me now. Praise God. 68 years old. God saved me in 1973. I'm happy in Jesus. God bless me with five sons. Praise God. And they are saved and in the Lord today. Praise God. I took them to church as little children. And people used to say, well, not people, my husband used to say, you dragging them to church. But I just want to encourage all the parents put the word in your children. I'm glad to be here today. In my testimony, the devil tried to kill me. This was years ago. A man tried to kill me. He was a rapist. I didn't know him. He didn't know me. But when I watch these uh, uh, these pictures, uh, forensic files, and see these women dead, well, somebody done raped. And kill them. But you looking at a woman right now. Where a sex killer tried to kill me as a young woman. I can't tell the testimony now. But if you want to hear it later. I'll tell you how God. hey, worked a miracle. He worked a miracle. I could have been dead and gone in my grave. The man choked the life out of me. But but God. I want everybody to say, but God. I was in my 30s, but look where God got me now. Hallelujah. I thank God for being here. When y'all see Mother Moore shouting and praising, I got a reason to praise him. I got a reason to give him praise. Come on, amen.
2: We would have said, up your window. Yes. We would have said, open up your door. We would have said, let him come on in. But another time we're going to do that, God is good. We are blessed with many different um, gifts in the house of God. And at this time, we are going to have a selection from Candice Fowler from Bread of Life Community Church. Uh, Lethargic dance. How many of you know that we can praise God in the dance? Amen. Receiver in Jesus' name. The song just says, Jesus saved.
1: Mm Thank you.
2: and I wish sometime we could see it here. Let me throw it out. I'm not going to sing it. out, will just say it. It says draw anything good come out of Liberty City can anything good oh my God come out of Tivoli Gardens in Kingston Jamaica can he save you from the crack house you understand what I'm saying can he take you off their drugs and clean you up and make you somebody can God do it it's possible and that's why we're here I always, and I haven't said this in a while, but this was always my mantra. I'm living this life to live again. Yet not I, but the Christ that lives in me. So I can't come here and be silent and be all cute with it. Because I came from somewhere, left Jamaica at age six. By age 12, I was living on the streets, sleeping in the train, cracked out of my mind, in and out of foster care and and children's home. But God... You understand, Many it started out with me. They said I wasn't going to be here today. But I'm still standing. I'm standing on top of my grave. And his blood is that running warm in my veins. Come on, talk about it, somebody. Amen. So that was my testimony in a nutshell. But at this time, we have the assistant pastor of the house of Bread of Life Community Church. He's going to come at this time. Where everybody can join in. See, you were a little timid to get up and give your testimony. Because you felt like, you know, maybe you're a little bit shy. But your money ain't shy. Give it an assignment. Give it something to do and it'll get the job done for you. Is that all right? Pastor Singleton.
0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's about to be a new year, amen, and it's a blessing, amen. We have a, a great opportunity, a privilege, amen, to bless the Lord in our giving. Um, I want to encourage you tonight. I, I wanted to share something with you quickly um, from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and it, it speaks about what type of giver God loves. He speaks of a, a, a person that is cheerful in their giving. Listen to this. Uh, Second Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. Listen to this. I'm going to start at verse 6. It says, remember this. This is the easy English. Amen. Remember this. A farmer who plants only a few seeds would not get much as a result. But a farmer who plants plenty of seeds will bring plenty from his field as a result. Each person should give as much as he himself has decided to give. He should not give because he he has to give. He should not give if he does not really want to give. God loves a giver who is really happy to give. And God is able to give you more than you need of every good thing. You will always have everything that you need for yourselves. Also, you will have enough so you can have plenty to every good work. The Old Testament says this about a person who lives for God. He has given very much to poor people. God will always remember how good and kind that person has been. But listen to this. This is most important. God will make you rich always so that you will always be able to give plenty to other people. Many people will thank God because of your gifts that they have received by us. In other words, God loves when we are happy and we want to give. He loves the cheerful giver. And tonight, I want to, what I'm going to do, I'm going to start off with $50. I'm, I cannot call anybody out and tell, tell you that God told me to tell you to give $500. I can't do it. Not, no. But if God tells me, I will do it. But I want you in your heart, what you decide to give. Think about what God has done for you. Think of, about where God has brought you from. Think about how many times God came through for you? I want you to decide in your heart what to give. I've decided to give $50 cheerfully. Cheerfully. I've decided to. No, no one's making me do it. I want to do it because God has been good. And God is able to supply in my every need. So I want to challenge you tonight to decide. Whatever you decide to give in your heart tonight, I want you to get that offering into your hand tonight. If you have checks... If you write out a check, write it out to cash. Write it out to cash. We have debit. We have credit. I want you to decide. We're not, we're not pulling teeth tonight. I want you to decide. It's between you and God. Decide in your heart what you've decided to give. Young people, you can also give. You're not eliminated from giving. Let us give cheerfully tonight. Amen? Amen. I will decide to give 50 cheerfully tonight. Amen. If you decide to join me, I want you to stand up on your feet. If you decide to give 50 or if you decide to give more, I want to ask if you stand on your feet tonight. I want to ask you to stand on your feet. As a matter of fact, we're going to all stand together. Just a stand, everybody giving fifty tonight. Amen. Amen. It was just, it was just going on in here tonight. Amen. Everybody getting quiet now. How come it gets so quiet when it comes to offering? I don't understand that. When Black Friday was here, listen, me and my wife, we was tearing the store up. That day after Christmas, we were in the Sawgrass Mall. We we were not quiet. We were excited. Amen. Be excited about your giving tonight. Be excited. Believe that God is going to bless you. Amen. Amen. I want you to get your offering in your hand tonight. Get your offering in your hand tonight. Uh, Deacon Scott. Deacon Scott. Amen. Amen. If you have your offering in your hand tonight, I want you just, just lift it up. Lift it up in the, in the presence of our Lord tonight. Amen. Deacon Scott is going to come and bless it. Amen. With
6: a, with a prayer tonight. Amen. Just lift your offering up. Amen. Lift your offering. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God love a cheerful giver. Praise God. And either enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his court with praise. Praise the Lord. As you come to that door, praise God. Come with an expectation. Wherever you go, praise God. You enter into the house of God. So you enter with a praise. You enter with a thanksgiving. So as you come tonight, expect something from the Lord. The King of Kings. The of Lord of Lords. The one who wake you up this morning. The one who put food on your table. Clothes on your back. Shoes on your feet. Kept you throughout this day. That you can come here tonight. So as you come. Him to bless you. So I'm going to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. We honor you. We lift you and high. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are powerful. Father, we thank you for each and every one that gather here tonight. Father, as they are about to give this offering. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you give a hundred percent back in their pocket in the name of Jesus. That as they give their, their offering oh God, their pocket will never empty, my God. And those who are here has given their in, not only they will give their in my God, but they will give their life, mind, soul, and body to you in the name of Jesus. That when this service shall over, they might say, here I am. I give my in, but here my heart, I give my heart to you. So Father, in the name of Jesus, as they give, for oh God, bless them and bless them more abundantly in the awesome Mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. What a mighty God. Lord your mighty. Lord your mighty. Lord you mighty. Lord
1: your mighty. Lord 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 your mighty. Mighty Lord your mind Lord your mighty Lord your mighty Lord your mind Lord you are mighty Lord your mind Lord your mighty Lord your mind Lord your mighty Lord your Lord you mighty, Lord your mighty, Lord your mighty, Lord your mighty, Lord your mighty,
7: Lord your mighty, Lord your mighty,
1: Lord mighty, Lord your mighty, Lord your mighty, Lord your mighty, Lord your mighty, Lord Lord
7: lord say how you guys doing tonight i hope you're blessed i like the little uh stories sister chanel the lady chanel gave about new year i'm glad to see amongst all the celebrations we can do in the united states this one actually has meaning and i'm happy to say to everyone who's here tonight you're riding out the new year in the best place to be give yourself a round of applause But real quickly, I'm not going to preach tonight, but I do have a a very small word for you to bring into the new year. And if you can, you don't have to open your Bibles. I'm sure you didn't bring any, but if we can bring on the screen, Ecclesiastes chapter one. Um, I brought my own copy because I need large print. But if you read this text, you can follow along with me. Verse one, it says, the words of the preacher the son of David king in Jerusalem vanity of vanities and I'm reading the English Standard Version says the preacher vanities of vanities all is vanity what does man gain by all the toil at which he toils under the sun a generation goes and a generation comes but the earth remains forever the sun rises and the sun goes down and hastens to the place where it rises the wind blows to the south and goes around the north and around and around goes the wind. And in the circuits, the wind returns. All streams run to the sea, but the sea is not full. To the place where the stream flows, there they flow again. All things are full of weariness, and man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, and the ear is not filled with hearing. What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done. And there's nothing New understand. Everybody says new. Understand that we're about at least an hour away from the new year, and I take it that most of you, if not all of you, have are acquainted with the concept of church in this country. And I say this because in reading this text, we understand the person that wrote Ecclesiastes he'd find himself in a state of backsliding. He's backsliding. He's not in church. He's unsaved. He's outside of the church now. But what's interesting, and which make this book controversial that this is a man of wisdom and of great riches. And he knows God initially. In fact, when he got the riches and the wisdom, he asked God for it. But now he's backslidden. He writes this book, and theologians are up in arms. I don't know what to make of it. He's backslidden. How can any of this be profound and have any meaning or give glory to God? But you find what's interesting with this text is that Solomon, who wrote this book, he says, everything means nothing. And what's interesting, he's saying this in the context that he's without God. So nowadays, without God, he's in despair. It's every the sunrise, the sunset, you know, I do all, I build all these beautiful edifices. I have money, people know my name, but when I die, they will forget me. All because I don't have God. But what's interesting enough, we can place this in our lives there because we're going into a new year. And I'm saying very simply, we talk about all lives matter, black lives matter, but God still matters, people of God. And by God being mattered, if you want your life to have any relevance or meaning, you need to have God relevant in your life. If you want meaning, you want purpose, you need to find a purpose in God. We said this last year, I say it again, many are your plans. We all have plans. We want new houses, we want more kids, we want a husband, we want a life, but if you don't have God, you have nothing, as the preacher said. So as I'm wrapping this up, one thing we should seek for and take with us into the new year is God. You might find that strange. We're in church. Everybody has that intention. But believe it or not, even sometimes the church forget. In, in order to stay relevant, the church is forgetting God to be relevant. But I'm here to tell you, to be relevant, you need God. And as we go into 2016, I want to quote. Moses, one of the great leaders of his time, he says, God, I want your presence with me. But God said, I'm going to give your people the land, but you guys get on my nerves. You keep begging, you murmur, you whine, you complain. I am not going to the promised land with you. Moses says, if you don't go, I will not go, God. Anywhere you are, that's where I will be. So I say to 2016, I'm going to meet you with God being there. I am not going to 2016 without my God. I can do church, I can do my career, my job, but I don't want my house if God is not in it. I don't want my wife if God's not with her. (laughs) I don't want anything if God is not in it. Praise the Lord. I'll see you next year.
1: me. Can I get an amen,
2: somebody in here? Oh God, they used to sing this little song. Take the name of Jesus with your child of sorrow and of woe; it will joy and comfort give you. That's some old hymns. Y'all don't know nothing about that. But at this time, I want you to rest on your feet one more time. We want to give honor to whom honor is due. We want to welcome the pastor of Bread of Life Community Church. The set man over that house is none other than Pastor Keith Moore. And I'm honored to call him my pastor as we receive him in Jesus' name.
8: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of God. Amen. We thank God for everyone that's here tonight, to all the our friends and our our local friends that are here tonight, to all the churches that is here. This is actually a vision of the late Pastor Walker, Amen. To see people come together and worship tonight, Amen. We honor his his wife tonight. Stand, please, his mother, Amen. All their children, Amen. This is the gospel-like family. To everyone that is here tonight, we honor you to. Uh, pastor walker amen such good inspirational and powerful words uh, we want god with us and all that we do praise the lord we want god with us amen i have a skinny minute amen and i do have a word from the lord um i i want to actually come uh from the book of genesis chapter 13 and i want to read two verses from there um chapter 13 two verses from there praise the lord i um, Feeling good. I'm going to watch my college football. Praise God. Amen. Had a good time. I'm really enjoying my, my, my time in 2015. Amen. I know some of y'all are stiff, but amen. Be glad to go into New Year. All right. I, want, I actually want those that came tonight um, that do not have a church home. Amen. There are churches here tonight. You have gospel light. They actually start here at 10 o'clock in the same building. It's a very good ministry. Uh, very good to grow in ministry. Amen. You need to plant yourself somewhere in a church. Praise God. I know people say I don't go to church because I'm church hurt, but is nobody is nobody get more hurt in church than the pastor. I'm gonna say that again. You think you got hurt? How many people done hurt the pastor? Amen. So I'll call Bread of Life is at this same building at twelve thirty. So we do have churches. And church is available for you to help you grow and to help you fellowship. Amen. Find yourself in a church. Genesis chapter 13 verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abram uh, after that Lot had separated himself from him. Now it says that the Lord said unto Abram after Lot separated himself from him. Lift up now your eyes and look from the place where thou art, North, south. East and west, for all the land thou see, to you I will give it, and to thou seeds forever. Verse eighteen in and says, "And he built an altar unto the Lord." Uh, my message going into this year, two thousand and sixteen, is the year of expansion. The year of expansion. Amen. Everybody, say expansion. Amen. All right. Let's do another subtopic. Um, Look at somebody and say "The the veil is off. The veil is off. In Genesis chapter 12, God gave a word to Abraham and he told him to get away from his country and to get away from his father's house. He gave him a word and that word that God gave him, he gave him, he says, I will about three different times in the verse from verse one in chapter 12 to verse three. He says, I will, I will show thee, I will make thee, I will bless thee, I will bless them that bless thee, I will curse them that curse thee. So this is what you call the the, the Abrahamic covenant. God gave him a unconditional covenant. God gives abram a word now it is funny that god says i will make thee a great nation when he can't even have children his name is abram and the secret of that is his name literally means high father so every day he walks around, they call him Abram, which is high father, and he does not have any children. And God looks at him and tell him, I'm going to make a great nation out of you. The thing I love about God, he calls those things, are not as though they were. God would tell you who you are before you recognize who you are. Oh, y'all ain't gonna play with me tonight. It is God that says that. He says, I will. Now the word I will says, it says, I will perform it. You don't have to perform it. This is on my shoulders. I will. I will make you great. A lot of times we try to make ourselves great without God making us great. A title don't make you great. Oh, come on, somebody. God say, I will make your name great. A lot of us try to do with titles what we can't do with our name. Oh, praise God. You will find out here that, that let's move on. You will find out here after God speaks to him in verse number four, the Bible says, And Abram departed, and watch this, and Lot with with him and Lot went with him when I used to read the text I used to say that Abraham took Lot I skip verse number four and jump to five when it says that Abraham took Sarah and that Abraham took Lot but before you go to that he took him you will notice that Lot went with him this is a voluntary act it's like if I go to somebody and say listen Jamel I want you to come with me pastor Jason come with me I am inviting him into my territory but if I leave and he go with me that may he follow me now Abram never said nothing to him when he followed there are some people that's been following you and you haven't gave them permission they just came along but here is the problem you never told them they don't belong because maybe you haven't sympathy on who they are it is Lot this is the nephew of Abram and his father Lot died so maybe out of sympathy Abram allowed Lot to go with him and I want to tell you there's people that's been following you for years that shouldn't be there anyway uh, oh yeah 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 they've been following you you allow them to follow you maybe out of sympathy maybe because they help you with a light bill they still holding that over your head and that's been three years ago look at somebody and say let it go I'm glad you helped me with the car payment I'm glad you helped me with the house payment but that don't believe that don't mean that I owe you everywhere I go some folks you got to learn that only there for a season and you got to let I ain't gonna play with me tonight. you got to let them go then in verse number 5 it says that Abraham took them he drags them along I feel I feel I feel responsible for him because all of a sudden now he he goes with me but in chapter number 13 oh oh problems arise because now they begin to grow and expand and you have Abraham people and Lot people begin to fight now watch this here I want you to see this I want you to see this because this is very important to the text You will find out as they fought, then they came to a conclusion. They say, you go one way, I go the next way now in verse number 10 in chapter 13 the verse 13 it says that Lot lift up his eyes and behold the plains of Jordan it was well watered it was well green and he looked at the land and he chose the better place now he left Abram to look at the mountains and the rocks there are some people that separate from you and you think they doing well because they chose look like a better place but I want to tell you if you go into the Bible it was says that Sodom was there. It was a wicked place before God sinful before God and God was exceedingly against Sodom and Sodom ended up turning around where he had to spit lot out. What you're saying to us preacher there are some people you think that's moving ahead of you and they're not because it looked like they're doing good. It looked like they're doing better but they're not. You chose the mountain what is the mountain what is the significance of the mountain the mountain is a place in the bible where people met god yes moses got the law at the mountain it was elijah that spoke to god in the mountain it was there that jesus taught the beatitudes from the mountain it was there when he transfigured himself on the mountain i'd rather have the mountain than to have a Bentley in my back yard. I'd rather be with God than to be in a place than on South Beach and Club Live. I might as well work this thing tonight. I got a couple of minutes in here. You don't wonder why people around you have chosen places that you envy where they are. You look at their worldly success and you judge where you are in the church. I'm in this place suffering. I don't have a man yet. And here is my friend. She's a stripper. Got money, they making it rain. She's driving a Range Rover. And here I am serving God and still waiting on my husband. You stay on the mountain because sooner or later Sodom and Gomorrah gonna burn down. I'd rather be with Jesus. Day, y'all y'all better help me today touch your lips and say I'd rather be at the mountain it is the year of expansion because soon as lot left in verse 14 you will read what soon as lot left the Bible says that the Lord says to Abram as soon as lot separated himself he says lift up your eyes oh, I'm trying to tell you some of you are blind to your future you hanging around folks that don't supposed to be there as I looked at the text it it, it blew me away that God let Abram know that I'm going to expand your territory look to the north the south the east and the west church repeat that with me the north yeah The east. and let's say it again the north the
1: south the east
8: yeah, expansion, it means no limits. Whatever your eyes can see, he said, It is yours. He says, I'm gonna give it. Look to the north, it's yours. Look to the south, it's yours, but you cannot get it because a lot is still hanging around. But soon as Lot left, my God, lift up your eyes, and the significance of the name of a lot, lot name in the Hebrew. It means covering or veil. Soon as the veil left, God say, there it is. You got your vision. There are some folk that got a veil over you. They're blinding you to your future. But I prophesied to 5,000 of y'all Take the veil off. Let them leave. Because when they leave, you got revelation, information, and inspiration. Not your neighbor and say no more block. No more veil. I'm sick of it. Hanging around dead people. Hanging around envious folks. It's time to take them off. They don't care about you or nothing that you do. And you're hanging on to lot. Rain those hands huh, and say take off the veil. Huh? Your family's going further. Huh? Your ministry got to expand. Huh? Your finances got to come up. Huh? Everything been holding you. Huh? You got to fail. Huh? I don't care if it's family. Huh? Sometimes you got to let them go huh? because God is taking you. Huh, they can't come. Huh? Can I preach this thing like I feel it? Huh? God didn't tell you huh, to drag them alone. Huh? Take sarah take your servant because the blessings is rested on you can you shout to god and give him a praise yeah the veil is off I'm so glad that God take the veil off and it was the amazing thing some folks don't want to leave but God say I'm going to set it up where they're going to break your heart and you got to make them leave you to attach to your past God is going to wipe the memory you too attach to your past you too attach to your fears God say shake them off because they ain't nothing but a season shake them off they ain't nothing but a hindrance can I go to the mountain with this look at your neighbor and say I'm not going by myself the devil is a liar I will not go by myself Abram take your servants. Abram take Sarah because you need somebody come here Stacy, I need you real quick. Come in, First Lady. You gonna need somebody that's walking with you that have the ability to birth us in you. She got her Isaac in her, and the only way you can birth the vision, you got to carry somebody that's with you. Yeah hey, y'all. Oh, yeah. Aboard the babies that won't support you. Aboard the folks that don't like you. Aboard the people that don't want to be around you. You don't need them anyway. Somebody say, take the veil off. He takes. Fell off, and when he leaves, Pastor Jason he gives him a promise. He says, I'll give it to you. Oh God, oh my. Oh my God, the reason why some of y'all can't get it because you still got unforgiveness in your heart. You want stuff from God, but you got partiality in your heart. You want something for God, but you won't repent and tell God I'm sorry. And not only God, you got some people to go to. I want God to give me a promise with my attachments. Woo! I'm trying to help you because there's a veil over you. There is a lot hanging over you. And you cannot get from God with a veil over your eyes. You shouting with a veil. You giving with a veil. You praising with a veil. And nothing's happening. You church, but you ain't delivered. You church, but you ain't set free. I don't care if you dance, sing, write, or preach. I don't want to hear no more New Year's resolutions. I want to hear God resolutions. Here is the power. After he left, verse 18 says, and Abraham built an altar. He worshiped. Some of y'all think, when God brings the separation. It's messing with your worship. That's why y'all can't worship like you should. Because you worship out of regret. Because you upset with God. Because God moved something out your life that you thought was beneficial. Because we think we are smarter than God. So now God moved them. Instead of you building an altar. You now turn into a pity party. Keep saving them. They go, God, bring them back. My mama, God say, I'm not bringing them back. Open that door back to that job. I close the door. I want 2016 blessings with 2015 attachments. And God say, why you been dragging Lot? Why you been dragging Things that don't help you. Because it look good. Because it smell good. Because it act good. You dragging people opinions about you. And that's why you can't elevate. I learned. Pastor Jason. I learned. First lady. I was trying to run the church. Worrying about people. That don't even come visit. Preparing a Service people that won't even support. Because if they come, I want to look good. I was attached to a ghost that never came alive. Attached to people. Attached to your jobs. Attached to your own selfishness. Attach the things that God say, if you want me like this in 2016, you cannot go a lot. He must leave. I'm not just talking about a person. Whatever is on you that blinds you from purpose. That blinds you from being better in Jesus. Whatever it is that keeps stifling you. How many times you run back to the altar over the same sin? How many times you keep running back to God over the same thing? And God say this year, what I want to do with you, I want to expand you. But I got, you got to expand. And expansion is going to take some work. You want a quick blessing and blow it. Like income tax. We want God to rain on us. Without the responsibility to build. You don't save. You don't work on your credit. You don't work on yourself. You want a husband and you don't know how to keep yourself. You want a wife and you don't know how to be yourself. You got to learn how to be single before you be a wife. We want a lot of money, but we want to save nothing. And keep using that. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And so they're going to drop a pot of money on your door. Learn how to tap into it. Learn the trades. Learn the market. Learn to save. You want a house that's not falling out the sky? You got to learn to save. You want a job? Get your GED. Get your high school diploma. Get your schooling. Stop worrying around some angel. Our angel is not giving you a degree. We have gotten lazy. Because we're comfortable with the veil. We want words of prophecy to make us feel good for a week. And you, how many people done told you last year, this is your year? 2012, touch a neighbor, you're coming out and you never came out. It ain't nothing to do with the prophet, it's you. Got a few more minutes. You want a great love, you want to renew your relationship, but you don't want to work. You don't want to be honest and sit down and talk and find out what's wrong. You don't want to take them out to eat. You don't want to listen. You don't want to compromise. You want God to drop some high school love on you. We're sick of this sprinkled dust of Christianity when God is giving you the power to take territory. He tells Abraham, walk in it. Not only look to the north, the south, the east and the west. He says, walk in it. My God, I wish I had somebody that can stand up and take a step and say, this year, I'm just not receiving the word. I'm walking. I'm walking with the king. I'm Oh, I feel like walking today, y'all. I'm walking in my promises. I'm walking in my word. I'm not sitting down no longer. I'm I say, put your shoes on. Put your shoes on. Stop allowing these false prophets to hold your future. They're putting a veil over you. Yeah. Now, I believe in real prophets and prophetess. They do exist, and they're for the body. But how many lying prophets going to tell you, God called you to preach to the nations? And you won't even... Talk to the person that's sitting next to you in church. God call you to turn this city upside down. And you don't study, read your Bible, you don't pray, uh oh, and you ain't even faithful to your local church. You got more word for the pastor, and you ain't pick up your Bible since last Sunday. What's happening to us? It's a veil. It's not real. It's a lot. And you can't even see the north, the south, the east, and the west because you are stuck. Well, I'm preaching today, man. Because we want a hype sermon to walk into our future. Anytime Israel got in trouble, they didn't call for a preacher. They called for a teaching priest to teach them the law. How to get back to God. That's why in the book of Ezra, when they read the law distinctively, the people begin to cry. And he says, do not cry for the joy of the Lord. Where are we going, 2016? Where are you going? What is your north, south, east, and west? What is your personal vision for you? Are you on the same wheel? Are you chasing the same dead dreams? What is your personal vision? My challenge to you, make a vision board. Yeah. Make a vision board. Make it plain on the board. This is where I want to be. God, I'm close already. I want to get my bachelor's. I got three more credits. Finish. You got book. You finish, you got ministry in you, finish. You keep stopping because you dragging a lot. I say this year, when you come out, you coming out with people that will support you. The herdsman, Sarah. You can't keep trying with people, you can't keep on traveling with folks that keep on fighting against your vision. You can't have people around you that keep on arguing what you're trying to do in life. You can't be that. you just like your father. you like your grandmother. What you think? None of your brothers made it. You can't make it. Your sister ain't making it. You don't have three babies already. How you going to take care of another? All the words come into your spirit. And they sinking in your heart. God says it's time for you to take off the veil. We didn't gather here tonight just for a ritual. I told people all the time, there are some people that come New Year's. I see you again Easter. <laughs> then I see you again maybe Christmas, and that's falling out too. Where's the sincerity? God is not impressed with a one night stand. And I'm trying to insult you. I'm trying to help you. Because being religious don't help no one. Listen to me. I've been now ministering almost 20 years. 39 years old, married 16 years, and I have four children. And I'm telling you right now, I'm sick of the norm in church. Most people that give the most heartaches in church are those that don't support, don't come. And don't participate but they have all the answers God has now surrounded us with herdsmen that will not fight with the vision but help complete the vision you don't need no so called uncle come to your house and tell you how to raise your children you know no so-called friend with you and you and your husband go through something. They sit in your living room as soon as you pull off. You don't need no man like that. They gonna mess you up and be just like them. They put a veil you. Ruin your whole marriage. Then they send you a letter and come to my marriage. I'll get married on the 15th. Tear up your house no vision last minute because we're going to pray I told people I'm not impressed no more I have read from A to Z what people say about church and preachers I done heard every negative thing about they want money and I said y'all need to go and do your research stop looking at the 1% of pastors that have money Talk about Jake's like a dog. How Jake's worth 18 million dollars. No preacher worth that. I say oh yeah. It's not Jake's. It's what he produced to the people. Oprah and Jake's do the same thing. But for different pastors. Oprah and Jake's. Does the same thing. But have different leaders. Oprah talk to you. Counsel you and give a report, and she's a billionaire. Pastors preach to you, marry you, bury you, counsel you, and give you eternal report. And we criticize them. You can't criticize people that you want prayer from. I'm talking to both churches and those that's visiting. You can't criticize your ministry and then want to get a blessing. There's no order and God won't bless it. Stand with me all over this place as we're going to pray. I want you to visualize a lot in your life. Who's holding your veil? Who's holding your veil? Who's holding your veil? after your veil got pulled off he says lift up your eyes it's yours yeah I feel a strong hole in here it's very strong I'm glad it's here today father we pray right now every head that's bowed lot has been put over us all of us have attachment somewhere in our past that's hidden our future Whether the past sin whether the past defeat past relationships, past hurt it's our Achilles heel there's so much in front of us but we are blind to it Because we're carrying something that God said not to go with us. Sympathy won't cut it. Being sorry won't do it. I need to get free. I need to be released. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and talk to your father right at your seat. Is there one person in here tonight. And this is quick. That desire to give their life to Jesus this is the time to do it come quickly, we're going to say a prayer, quickly there is one, return if there's a backslider, come come quickly, come, bring him closer come, where's another one, come come, there's another, come come, the veil is going to get removed, come and they they don't need to fake it now come 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 I told people we lie so much in church we lie at funerals and we lie at altar calls people we know didn't live right we preach them into heaven just lying altar call come you know you need God and you sit there and tell yourself I'm alright how long do you resist the calling of God one quick moment can change your life I'm not just talking about church your family your private life everything about you God can change 30 more seconds the reason why I'm holding this the church I was at before God bless you young man, the church I was at before it was a young man I was preaching, he was an all white, dancing that day, dancing, dancing, dancing he even worked around the church I plead that night, I say somebody need to come it wasn't that many people in there but I would not let it go I say come sit there just cooling went to bed got a call at 5 in the morning they said Pastor Moore I just left the morgue I'm not going to call his name they said the young man is a friend of the church I said yeah so and so he said yes they said I just, just left the morgue he got killed on 36th street a young man shot him in the hand or on the side stood over him and then shot him again in the chest Says so eyes turned gray and his foot was cold and the end up burying him I plead come 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 intercessors pray come come God bless you lady come yeah yeah come 10 more seconds come Yeah, there's another come. There's another come. This is what it's about. It's not about the fancy preaching. It's not about the lights. It's about this. This is why we labor so folks can be delivered. Come on intercessors. Say they got somebody with the grip and God said they gotta come. Look at these young people. Bless your daughter. Everyone in this altar, that hears the sound of my voice, we got to do this quickly. By a show of hands, do you believe that Jesus died and rose from the dead? We make altar calls so hard, but the problem is, you don't believe. You got to believe that. You believe Jesus is your savior. It ain't about feelings right now. It's about faith. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus. Forgive me for my sins. Come on. Open your mouth. Talk with me. Lord Jesus. Forgive me for my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. I believe you are the Savior. I believe you died on Calvary, buried, and rose on the third day. Come into my heart. I receive you right now. In Jesus' name. Come on and give God thanks all over this place. Come on, celebrate him. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Yeah, I receive you, Lord, by faith. By faith, yes, Lord. By faith, it's okay. By faith, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the. Thank you, filling with the Holy Ghost. Now listen softly. Those that at this altar. When you get back to your local church if you're part of gospel life you're part of bread of life get with your church leaders and tell them you desire to be baptized are you hearing me? don't stop here tell them I want to identify with Christ I want to be buried with him I want to go down in his name and come up in the newness of life praise God listen and God fill you with the Holy Ghost he'll fill you raise those hands high Father fill them with the Holy Ghost fill them with the experience fill them with the gift of the Holy Ghost fill them fill them fill them come on church celebrate with them celebrate with them celebrate like it's your own child celebrate with them praise God praise God Lord, show
1: someone the way and the hands enable of moderator. me to say Lord. my soul my soul, is empty and I am available
8: to you you may be seated congregation 11:36 Amen. we're going to go into celebration I
1: will I give to you
8: And then we're going to count I'll down do the new year
1: what you
8: say, use, use, use me Use me Lord To show someone to
1: show someone the way And enable me to say So oh, my storage
3: is empty
1: and I am available to you. Yes, oh Lord, I'm available to you.
8: Anybody that's in the congregation that's dealing with a sickness, an ailment. If you are right where you seated, raise your hand. If it's something that you're really dealing with, and you're sitting at your seat, raise your hand quickly. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Thank you. If there's another, dealing with an ailment or a sickness, not just a headache, but really dealing with a sickness. Keep those hands up. We're going to say a mass prayer for you. Thank you, Father. Every hand that's raised tonight—they've been dealing with a ailment, a continuous ailment, and the doctor's report is true. They're not lying, God. They need a touch from you. They need a miracle. They need help, God. Take them off the cycle of pills. It's giving them bad side effects. They don't want to take them, God but I pray for their health I pray for their strength I pray you heal them give them a testimony set them free in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus praise God by a show of hands who needs a job a job a job a real job. If you're able to work and you need a job. You've been putting in applications. You need a job. A good paying job. Yeah. As I pray, I need those that's prayer warriors and intercessors to pray with me. Let's pray for jobs. Father, we pray for those hands on the raised that need jobs. They need a job. They're not lazy. They're looking for a job. Some of them walked away from jobs. They need a door to be open. They need financial stability. God supersede what they're thinking. Give them a career. In the name of Jesus. Bless them. They're tired of working part-time, seasonal. They want something stable. Bless them with stability. Bless them with constant income. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Now when y'all get these jobs, when y'all get healed, give testimonies. Give testimonies. Come back to your church. Pastor, I got something to tell you. God, open up a door for me. God bless me.
1: My soul.
8: Yeah. Expand them God. Expand them. Expand them.
1: Expand Expand their
8: territory. Expand them.
1: To show someone the way. To enable me to say. My soul.
8: I'm going to start off myself. Most people, most churches, most ministries, amen. What they do, a lot of times, people actually came in late that didn't have an opportunity to give. We're going to ask you those that are generous in the giving. I'm not a gimmick person. I'm, I'm straight up all the time. Amen. I believe in giving. I believe in blessing. Uh, it's a part of the mandate of the church. I remember a person that came and told me one time, uh, in the New Testament they didn't do this and that I said if we're going to do it in the New Testament manner then all of us will leave the church because the first century church they brought all their belongings together and gave it out equally so we complain about a tenth we complain about an offering the first century church read it they got their goods together and they gave it out equally so what you're saying if you add two cars then that means you got to get somebody that don't have a car y'all know y'all won't do that amen there are some people here today that say pastor sincerely I want to be a blessing I want to plant something for me there are some people that actually can do that and you know why I know I was in Jamaica this summer they call stuff third world country get that out of here I was in Jamaica I never in my life saw people give like that y'all listen to me I was laying in the back of the church sick I preached that night the man came up and asked for an offering them people came like horses I looked like are you kidding me in America I tell people church asks for all my money. I say church never asks for all your money. Never. I've never been to a church that asks for all your money. I tell people all the time we're not asking for all your money. Never. But we ask you to be a blessing. We enjoy the perks of ministry without investing in the ministry. I love the lights. I love the AC. I even love the building. But I don't want to put in. We enjoy former people work. And this new church don't want to give nothing. Former church. Them people refinance their houses. To get those buildings. They supported their churches. They they, 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 they refinances their cars. So the church can go on. We enjoy in the latter part. And feel like I ain't got to do nothing. No, we all have an obligation to support the ministry. I don't back up on that. Now let me tell you another thing. What Jesus did. Hold the music because I, I don't want. To, I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear a rat licking ice with this one. I was on TBN and I said this. Jesus Christ. People say Christ didn't, Christ didn't have no offense. Jesus, didn't. I say, oh yeah, Jesus had. Or the women Susanna, Joanna, and Mary, followed Jesus and ministered to Jesus with their substance. If I did what Jesus do, y'all call me a pimp. <coughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling y'all the truth. If I have these young ladies follow me around and help me out all day with my stuff. Y'all say that pastor ain't nothing but a pimp. That's what Jesus had. Because for Jesus to go around and do ministry, he had to eat. And they weren't giving him free food. And ancient history says the rabbi had to take care of his followers. He had 12. Do your research. Whenever I ask for offering, I never ask for offering out of gimmick. I ask out of sincerity. Bird of Life Member where, where where's the Bird of Life members in there? Raise your hand. Now gospel light, raise your hand. How many under your how many under the ministries got blessed financially with jobs? You know how many people came out our church without jobs? Until no job. Pray for them. Get a job. And get a church a dollar. I don't mind it. I don't feel embarrassed at all. God know how hard work it does to take ministry. Watch this. Here's a joke. George Washington and Andrew Jackson was talking. They're talking about traveling. George Washington said, man, uh, uh, no, no. Andrew Jackson said to George Washington, he said, where you been lately? Oh, man, I, I, I've been to Paris. I've been to London. I've been to Dubai. I've been to Australia. That's what Andrew Jackson was telling George Washington. I said, George Washington, where you been? Church. Church. I travel from church to church to church and maybe to the gas station. That's why Jesus said it's blessed more to give than to receive. We are in a generation that only one received don't want to give nothing. You cannot be a giver when your fist is closed. So that's why I pray with people without jobs. If God bless you with a job, that means God bless you not only to pay your bills, but to be a blessing to somebody else. I'd rather be a giver than the receiver. Praise God. There are some people sincerely that say, Pastor, I want to plant something tonight. Come quickly, come. No line, no nothing. Come. And if we're gonna pray. Matter of fact, I'm first part take us. Come. I remember I was at a church. I was at a church. The people wouldn't give nothing. A guy came up as a prophet. Listen to this. Got up, began to prophesy. Yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yay. Yeah, no Bible. It's easy watch this stand up my brother God told me you got problems God told me you're going through a financial difficulty God stand up and I see dimensions and seasons coming your way y'all just and here's the sad part that night the church gave twenty thousand dollars Twenty thousand. Their local church, their regular service, they give nothing. I've been to conferences where I look at people won't give a dime to their church and go to a Jake's conference and give a five thousand dollar check. And their pastor is here working every Sunday, and the church need help, and they won't help their church. I tell people, invest in what's blessing you. Amen. Praise God. Come, come, brother. Come. Amen. Come. Come. You have, if you have a credit card, we have a um, credit card. Where you at, sister? A debit? Thank you. Come. Bless him, Lord. Come. Thank you.
1: Y'all ready? All right.
8: I'm going to pray and then we out. Of the praise team, and we're going to celebrate, and then we we'll have the countdown to the new year, Mother. You, Mother, you got a song on you? Yes, we got five minutes. Come in, Mother. Mother, take us to church. Come up here and bless us, Mother. Come on, Mother.
5: Together, no weapon pump, against you shall prosper. No weapon against me shall prosper.
1: No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon, against, prosper. No weapon against me shall prosper. One no weapon formed against you shall. Prosper.